You are listening to the Create in Yom podcast, where we'll be talking about language, literature, and all things English, as well as various media and the arts. The show is brought to you by One Hour Proofreading, the fast-growing online human proofreader startup. I'm your host, B. Fernandez, coming to you from the Philippines. Thanks for tuning in. And welcome back to the show. What's up, guys? Hey! Hello! Yeah, so it's that time again where we share our hot takes on the show. And for this particular episode, we're going to talk about um, how, I guess I should give it Paula for this one. What are, what are we going to talk about for this episode? <laughs> okay, so for this episode, we're going to talk about why y'all should let adults enjoy our kid lit and our YA. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've seen a lot of Amen. discourse on social media. Um, on either sides of this conversation about how if you're planning to be a sort of a ser- if you're planning to be taken as a sort of serious person, you should stop consuming media that is meant for children or teenagers. Teenagers. And mm-hmm. I think we're all in agreement here that absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. maturity should not be defined by the things that you consume. And that's really ultimate yeah. media yeah. and YA to think that um, anyone consuming them is just children. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say something? Of course. <laughs> this might anger the people who are on that other who agree with that. That no, I mean this is an open discussion. Yeah. Yeah. So, fire away. People who say that serious literature yeah, that you have to read serious literature to be a serious person to be a mature person are so full of it <laughs> it's just it's just so it's elitist it's very elitist and pretentious it's elitist mm-hmm. that's what it is because these like i don't know but maybe is it the themes that they're, that they're that they want to be proud of that it's only found in like classic literature literature or serious literature because if you want those themes they're also in in literature for children and teenagers it's just that it's a, it's packaged in a different form mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you can definitely talk about all of those serious things in life and with those uh, with those media those literature so what is it really that <laughs> that distinguishes it what makes it more serious I don't know. It's, I I never really saw the the difference. Yeah. Because I I learned about a lot of things in my life by reading the uh, well, in their terms, by reading kid literature. Whereas if I think it also comes with a with a matter of um, which form is more hmm, digestible, mm-hmm. palatable. I was going or, to say. That yeah. the problem with this whole argument about quote-unquote serious literature is that the language of serious literature isn't always accessible to everyone yeah. globally. Yeah. And that that's exactly. basically what places these kinds of people on their high horse, you know? Yes. Yeah. Because they... Uh, my, immediate, my immediate assumption when I encounter this type of person is like they enjoy the fact that they're privy to the type of knowledge that is not accessible 
everybody. Yeah. Because it makes oh them God. seem smarter than they actually are. And it's, and it's really yeah. it's really ridiculous to hear that because I know and mm-hmm. I am a person who is privy to that kind of knowledge as someone who does study literature, quote-unquote, properly. And mm-hmm. yet, I will always choose my kid media over all this uh, serious classic literature. Simply, yeah. it makes more sense to me and it makes more sense to the kind of literature that I want to produce myself. Yeah. yeah. And who, who does great literature anyway? Right? right. Yeah. They're all just made-up rules. <laughs> yeah. If you take a look at it, there aren't, there isn't a set of consistent rules that that is followed to call something like, oh, this is serious literature. This is good literature. Mm-hmm. This is yeah, I think yeah. I think it's because of tradition. Like like that association <sighs> that that like the longer something has existed, the longer it has endured the years. Yes. It's more valid. And it's it, it, it and that's really weird because it's not as if we're going to stop creating literature anyway. So if we go yeah. by the age of the work, then is it to say that we can't create any more good literature until we give them, I don't know, a hundred years yeah. to mm-hmm. to bake or something? Is that like do we mean? just keep mimicking or like uh, rehashing what, yeah. what is found mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. those air quote serious literature, or do we actually take our own experiences of of our own world, this modern world, and write it into something. Because when people say that young young adult literature is not serious, they're discounting the fact that that was based on experiences of people who wrote from that time. So are you saying that that's not serious? Yeah. So it's, just, it's just weird. And like things like uh, kid media, say cartoons. I, I, the argument I've heard against cartoons... And what, adults what, uh, yeah. cartoons. I think Bea. <laughs> Go ahead, Bea. No, I mean, uh, we've had mentioned this in previous episodes because we have talked about Avatar. Mm-hmm. We talked about, and you did mention this in passing when mm-hmm. uh, we talked about dark themes in cartoons, right? Mm-hmm. Like these themes are not a new thing, regardless of when they've appeared in media of this kind to specific age groups and the, their delivery is, is just improved basically and we could see that in how much we admire um, cartoons as of late because sure we've mm-hmm. been exposed to these types of issues when we were younger and we might not have understood all of them but mm-hmm. um, it's a testament to how well the delivery is nowadays how well people of our generation who create these kinds of cartoons understand like how important delivery is, delivery is as well as the themes that we need to expose our kids to, right? Yeah. Yes. And, you know, when I think about it, there is a difference between enjoying what the kids are consuming these days. And mm-hmm. I, might need, I might segue to another area when I say this, and there's that. And there's also gatekeeping, which is an entirely different Ooh. thing and very <laughs> unwelcome. Because the yeah. one thing that immediately comes to mind to me is 
I don't know if y'all are familiar with the My Little Pony controversy. Oh, yeah. There oh, is a controversy, controversy with it? Why? Well, I wouldn't say controversy as much as I'd say phenomenon in general, you know? Uh, why? Like, I- I'm curious. Tell, me, tell us more. No, I mean, like, how... Uh, Adult males are actively gatekeeping. Oh, the bronies. My Little Pony. Yes, what? Yes. Like I didn't want to use the term, but it's out there now. Oh, so. that's where it came from. Yeah. Um, these yeah. are men who, sure, they enjoy the My Little Pony franchise, and sure, it's outside of the typical target audience that My Little Pony guns for mm-hmm. when they you know, when they make more cartoons of this kind, when they make merch of this kind. But mm-hmm. these are guys who actively gatekeep um, this kind of content from the intended target audience and Why in a not they... very friendly way. And what? by not very friendly, <sighs> I'm putting it very mildly here. Um, what? There have been problem. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And there have been reports of bronies who, you know, way back when it was okay to hold conventions and the pandemic wasn't a thing, um, uh-huh. when they would bully these kids. What? When, yeah, yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, that's, that's a, thing a whole conventions. issue. Yeah. Wait, what? This is so... Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. It's... It's unreal, but that's the reality, especially when you think about how this type of behavior is so rampant online. Thank God it's what? not something that uh, I'm exposed to on the regular. But I could imagine, uh, yeah, yeah. But I could imagine that kids who do enjoy My Little Pony, uh, I, I'm certain that if some of them have been so unfortunate as to encounter bronies of this kind, you know. So, so that's like the messed up version of what yeah. we're fighting for here. Yeah. And the real yeah, problem with yeah. that is that other people will use this as an example for like mm-hmm. in defense of their own stance. Uh, when in fact, I think this is more an exception than a rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I, I remember also there was an issue with the Steven Universe fandom, especially over on Thunder. Because there are a lot... Oh, do tell. There are a lot of gatekeepers in that fandom as well. Mm, gatekeepers of what? I um, think that's the that's the issue. It's more of an issue with gatekeeping yes, than letting adults enjoy the enjoy media. Because there's a difference with enjoying and gatekeeping and not wanting a sort of uh, a kind of person to enjoy the things that you enjoy. That's just mm-hmm. not great in general. Yeah. That's not yeah. What we are talking about here is more on Letting things and en- letting people enjoy things mostly, yeah, yeah, because yeah. that's mostly. I mean, would, would it would it kill anyone to, you know, just let the person enjoy what they're reading or watching without yeah. shaming them? And when you think about it, this I recall something that Paula said in a previous episode where you don't feel shame unless someone actually brings it up, right? Yep, you don't yeah. feel shame for like oh, yeah. something until someone brings yeah. it up. Brings it to your attention. I remember yeah. something because I uh I once went to a, like a book signing event with um Becky Albertalli and Adam Silvera. If you're familiar with them, mm. yeah, like the mm. authors of uh Simon's The Homo Sapiens Agenda and uh, More Happy Than Not. Yeah. And um Becky was <laughs> I love her. She's just this like really bubbly, and she mentioned something like I'm still the adult who spends 
a lot of time in the young adult section of a bookstore. And I love how Me. she was so proud when she said that. And then Trinan says like how it gives her comfort, how it shows her insights on uh on what the young people are thinking. Mm-hmm. And how it brings you back to that yeah, like, yeah. age. How you don't feel old when you're there. Somehow you mm-hmm. forget that that your <laughs> your bones are starting to crack. <laughs> Yeah. Your, back hurts, <laughs> your back hurts all the time now like, yeah mm-hmm. other than an educational perspective I think it's also something that's good for mental health yeah exactly you know how yeah, when yeah. when you're watching to, I mean this is probably a totally different thing but when you know when you keep re-watching a the TV series or, or a movie over and over because it's a comfort yeah. series comfort yeah I know exactly what you're talking about it gives you that that sense of like comfort control and mm-hmm. you know what will happen and maybe that's also something yeah. that's a thing with uh, with reading kid media you know that it won't well i won't say that it won't hurt hurt you because some of them do <laughs> <laughs> yes i definitely yeah. a lot of them do but hurt you <laughs> it's a safe space it's a safe space mm-hmm. and then stay that way yeah so yeah why would you trash someone for reading that, for consuming that media. Right? Also going Just that people to, enjoy what they enjoy. Yeah. Going yeah. back to what we talked about earlier with uh, dark themes in young adult and kid media. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, all these things are written for people anyway. So again, mm. by dismissing YA and kid media as like, not serious enough, you're dismissing problems experienced by young people as not a good enough yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah not good enough That's... of an issue to talk about mm-hmm. yeah well, so yeah <laughs> we have a lot to say <laughs> yeah yeah and i'll say it again those elitists are so full of it <laughs> mm-hmm. basically it's all about letting people enjoy what they enjoy and not giving them a hard time about it just yeah. because you think that they should be enjoying something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not always about when you're consuming yeah, it's not always about having that material you can work, work with so you can belch something else out. Okay. Sometimes people just want to read, sometimes people just want to watch. Mm-hmm. So come on, just let them yeah. just let them consume it. My go to I don't know. Am I go to uh, rule for this is if the person is enjoying something and mm-hmm. they're not harming anyone in their enjoyment of said thing mm-hmm. then just let them then even be you know absolutely I mean, that's, that's a lovely rule to have uh yeah and i think that one came from my fiance which i totally agree with because mm-hmm. um when you're when you're in love with someone, you see well, you get to see what kind of things they're into, things that yeah. you don't necessarily jive with hundred percent, but you know, yeah. you love them for being so passionate about certain things anyway. And you mm-hmm. support it with every you support them, whatever that thing may be, as long yeah. as they don't hurt anyone or yep. they don't hurt themselves in, in um, the enjoying this thing, right? Yeah. And that goes for uh, people who enjoy whatever they enjoy in general, you know. Uh, hence why I 
mention that thing about bronies because they're totally <laughs> the opposite case. That oh goes with that saying. It goes with that saying. Yeah. But you know, for for the more uh for the more chill crowd, you know, like like Paula, like people who do enjoy reading YA in their 30s or who mm-hmm. still watch cartoons even though they're way past high school age or even elementary age, you know. Um, I, I think about how, if there's anything I've taken away from the past few episodes that we've done, I think about how storytelling in itself has become so innovative for mm-hmm. not, just, not just the younger generation now, but for our generation, you know. Mm-hmm. And who's to say that we shouldn't... Um, we shouldn't see what the kids are enjoying now and appreciate yes. how how like well developed something has become yes. in terms of uh, how you expose certain themes to children or how you tell this particular story for someone who will eventually experience this kind of thing in the future, you know? Yes. And um it's the thought of missing out on that. It's just like, well, what's stopping us from missing out on enjoying such a thing, even though we're like, quote unquote, years overdue, or so the people say, you know? And yeah. screw that. It's, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's appreciating what we, what we have now and what people our age are creating now for younger people. Yeah. Right? And, you know, if, you're the type of person who says, oh, I'm way past that. Or, oh, you still enjoy that? I mean... <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. If you think that... <laughs> Congratulations. You have ascended to a higher level of being a human. Oh, I mean, sure. if it makes yeah. you happy, go ahead. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just don't be so arrogant about it. Yeah. I mean, if everyone read the same kind of literature... Would pretty much rot. Yeah. Humanity as a whole would rot. Yeah. I mean, best to enjoy what's coming, what's up and coming now and what appeals to people of different age groups, no matter how young, yeah. how old. I right? myself like to feel young. So. Uh, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Yeah. And to each their own, you know, like whatever is good for their respective well being, like their yeah. mental state. If you. If you want to go all edge lord and say, "Oh, I only go for the depressing stuff," though, good for you, dude. But if you're, you. but, <laughs> but if you're in a state where all you want to consume is like happy endings and predictable stories, and you know you just want a bit of control in that aspect of your life at the very least, yeah. then by all means, go for that. You know, enjoy that, indulge in those fantasies. You know. Yes. And. As long as you're not harming anyone by doing it, then go ahead and do it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 100% agreed. I mean, that's that's my personal hot take on the whole thing. <laughs> I think this is an, a hot take episode where we all agree. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's one of those rare ones. <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, to each their own and uh, have fun with it and... Take care of yourself and other people while you do. So that's my yes. Line. So Enjoy responsibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. that that quite ended on a wholesome note there, guys. As it yeah. ended, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I sincerely, I sincerely hope that there are people out there that we do have listeners who, um, who aren't ashamed of that kind of thing, or if they are, you know, it's not something to be ashamed of. If yeah. it's something you like and it's something you still enjoy years after you first encountered the thing, or if it's a new thing for kids, but it's something that you want to check out yourself and go for it. And yeah. No one's stopping you. Enjoy what you want to. And find your crowd. Find a community that enjoys the same things that you do. It's pretty mm-hmm. empowering when you do. Yeah. Yeah. Validating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Wholesome hot take there. <laughs> yeah. But thanks so much, guys, for Thank indulging you. me on this hot t- one of our hot takes episode. Um, we'll see what we're gonna roast or discuss next in the in the episodes to come. I mean, y'all yeah. could always comment. Y'all yeah. can always suggest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, comment box is right there. Drop it down below. But for yes. now, thanks so much again for joining me, guys. Uh, and thanks always to our listeners for tuning in. And we will see you in the next one. Bye!